Hey guys, welcome back to our 16th episode of Flicker Flop. Featured film reviews with your co-hosts, Jeremy Kibler and Alex Maynard. That's right. All five of us are here today. Right. <laughs> They're at our feet. Three of them anyway. Yeah, so the three uh, fur babies are at our feet and I am... I just can't guarantee that they're not going to chime in. Right. They always have something to say. They need uh-huh. the last word. <laughs> All right. So, packed week. We have four movies to talk about today. Um, you saw three out of four of them. Yeah, I feel so like the big like... question is, how many did Alex see this week? <laughs> that's what everybody's wondering. Um, when I saw one of them, uh, probably like almost two times. Right. Yeah, like one, and a, like one and a third, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're one and a half. Give me some credit. Okay, we'll give you a half. Round up. <laughs> All right, so maybe <laughs> we'll start with that one first. <laughs> the wretched. The wretched. It is the wretched. I feel like a lot of people were talking about this. You think? No? You think? I mean, I follow IFC Midnight, and all their stories have been rep like. You know, yeah, uh, I feel like in the horror realm publicity. and all that, like this is kind of like this did get a drive in um release in some places, maybe that's why I saw it. Yeah, okay, yeah, I think drive ins are big right now with the whole coronavirus, it's right. still going on. I know it's a good social distancing activity. Um, go see a movie, but you know, oh, drive in movie theaters, man, that takes me back. I know we had two near my hometown, it was so much fun. Oh. Yeah, I do miss going to one. Oh. That um, trashy food was the best, too. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting nachos. Oh, my God. Chicken Maybe. fingers. <laughs> Curly this, fries. So the Wretched, I think, would, would be good drive-in fare. It'd be a good... Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, at night. Like, I could definitely see this working. Um, so, yeah, this is from IFC Midnight. They're, like, the horror label of IFC. And, um, yeah, so it's a horror indie called The Wretched, and it... <laughs> Willie has something to say about the movie. Um, so the story is about a teenage boy named Ben. He is kind of going through um, his parents' separation. Um, they're not quite divorced yet. And he one summer he's sent to go um, stay with his dad. And they, I guess he lives in like... After getting into trouble and all that. Yeah. But was it, is it like Michigan or New England? It's it's like a port town. It, has, it looks very Cape Cod. Yeah, very New Cape England, Cod. Whatever. And so Ben um, has to work for his dad at the at local marina. marina. Right. And um, he's currently dealing with like, old bu- like local bullies. And he likes the, the hot girl at school. But he kind of starts a friendship with um, one of his marina co-workers... Mallory. And um, so next door to where his dad lives, there's a family. It's like this. Like right next door. Like, like right next door. Yeah. Like close. They're the only neighbor <laughs> for miles. And um, the the mom is like this rocker chick, like tattoos and beer, and she can like clean and gut a, a, a deer. Buck, a deer. Yeah. And, um, a stag. <laughs> and so she has a husband and a, and a baby and a little boy. And... Um, she ends up becoming the victim of a witch <laughs> who lives in the woods, I guess, in like a, in a tree. Birthed of the tree, which comes this creature. A tree which can 
it's interesting. I would say that it's more like an entity, like yeah. I don't, more like a creature, not a witch. Like definitely some witch-like things going on. Right. She's. I mean, she is very wretched looking. She's a hag. She at she, one point is yes, more of like she kind of sh- she's like a shapeshifter. Yeah, yeah, she's a shapeshifter. She's a skin stealer, <laughs> um, and she likes to eat children. But anyway. She, so Abby becomes, like, takes on, or I guess the witch takes on Abby's skin, so to say. Or, and, um... Yeah, it kind of, like, climbs in there like a bug. Right. So this is, this is very, very like... like parasite-like. Yes. So this is, like, very rear window, disturbia, that sort of thing. Like, um, you know, that you have the teenage boy Ben, who is suspecting something is going on with his neighbor, and, well, he is right. Nobody else will believe him like Mallory no because he's um, the bad kid right he has a cast like on the entire time. Wolf, almost, but right not... he has like the yeah no but you're you're kind of right um I'm not gonna keep going on with the plot but there is something that is kind of necessary so Ben kind of strikes up like a little brother um friendship with um the little boy next door and he ends up going over to see like where he's been and the father actually answers and says i don't have any kids so you know kids are disappearing and the witch has this um power to like make parents forget their children yeah just like whispers right yeah yeah very siren like very much so it's a whole bunch of things like wrapped into one yeah, so... At one point, I'm like, okay, what are you trying to be? You, you gotta pick one of these um, occult types. It's, it's, a, it's a blend of stuff. Like, I, um, it's kind of like those one of those coming-of-age teen dramas, like The Summer That Changed Everything, that sort of thing. But then you also have um, a little bit of Fright Night and Rear Window, as I said, and also this movie called The Guardian from the 90s, which is about a, like a... An a evil druid mm-hmm. tree goddess. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's kinda like a witch. But um yeah, so I kinda like this for a while. This is from um two brothers. They wrote and wrote and directed it, uh the Pierce brothers. And um I think it has a really cool mood to it. And, um, it's very, it's very vicious and mean, um, but it's all, it, it has, it has a little bit of fun to it, though, um, but I guess where, I think it had one twist too many, is what I'll, is what I'll say. <laughs> yes. I feel like it, it well, it kind of had to, to kind of keep it going, almost, but, but it didn't. No, I don't, there I don't think There was one twist, I feel like, where it just kind of leaves you hanging, like, Wait a minute, now you're going back through the whole movie and, like, just trying to, like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, a lot of movies do that, but I felt like this so was that's a... the point of a twist, to get you to think. Right, but I think it should also check out, or else it just feels like you're duping the audience, and it's like a magic trick, and you're not... I just... This one just right, did bait not... bait and switch, bait and switch, yeah. And, I mean, they did drop some clues, you know, to the twist that we're not talking about, but um, I just... I, it didn't work for me. Um, I do love the actual ending, though. I think, um, even if they don't exactly explain how it happened, I, I kind of liked, it ends on a downbeat note, we'll say. 
Like, it's not a happy ending. <laughs> I mean, it could be. Well, it could be. Depend. It depends. It, I feel like it's open. Okay. It's, like, open for interpretation. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. Yes. Um, yeah. And I think... The, that one line. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I'm aware. It seems like we're just walk. We're, like, you know, dancing around it. But, um... Yeah, so for, like, a first-time genre effort, like, you know, it has a... It, it looks very polished. It has a cool visual style to it. And, um... The acting's fine. I, I think this is definitely going to be for, like, horror fans mostly. I don't know if it has, like, a mainstream appeal. But um, I think the, the special like effects... you would see it on, like, TNT type oh. of thing. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, I feel like it would be, like, one of those, like, late at night, almost, like, overplayed type movies. Oh. Um I hate to even, like, put it in there, like, Gilligan's Island. Like, what? Gonna, well, yeah, like, you're just gonna, like, <laughs> no. put it on there, like, it's Gilligan's Island type of thing. Oh, my God. Um, Sorry, Pierce Brothers. <laughs> Alex just compared your movie to Gilligan's Island. No, as far as airtime and screen time I, yeah, I and... I get scheduling it. I yeah. get it I get it priority I'm sorry no this would be this would definitely be on shutter on you know Amazon that Amazon video um it's gonna be a suggested stuff. video on one of your on-demand streaming platforms right um but yeah I I um I really like the effects I really like the look of this I think the script could have just used another I thought it was fun no, it was definitely it was definitely slow. Fun. The no. first twenty minutes to me was a total snooze fest. <laughs> literally, literally, literally. Yeah, I didn't make it through well, because the, fir- the first point, time, like well, two I weeks feel ago like or whatever. At one point, whenever it starts really opening up, too, mm-hmm. um, I just thought that it was like kind of cheesy at first. It is so. So yeah, this I did say this movie was and like then vicious. I checked out. Yeah. So you kind of have to give it more time. I did say this movie was like vicious and mean, but it does have like a hokey fun quality to it. I don't know. It feels very like Spielbergian, like Steven Spielberg, like in a way, in a way, like, um, okay. I don't know. And it also had some visual cues to Jaws, but yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There was, there was some, like some creepy imagery, um, that I can't forget, but, um, yeah, I would give this. I would give this a flick. I'm I'm kind of on the fence because I don't think that twist really needs to be there, um, and I don't know. Like, it was fun. It was fine, but um, I wasn't really ever scared. But Mm-mm. I guess it t- no. takes a lot for a horror. More just like on edge. Here and there. Here and there. I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. Just like excited. Not, not like, you know. Like, I wasn't, I didn't want to shut it off. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would give this a flick. What would you... I'd say it's a flick, yeah. 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 It it started out as a snooze fest, but it became a flick. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. For me, whenever I watch a movie, I don't know, I really have to, like, scrutinize it going (laughs) into it. Because I don't like to waste my time watching a movie type of thing. So it's like, oh, <laughs> really? The first 20 minutes? Such a bore. Why? But they're trying to get you to care. Don't you want to care? 
Well, I knew that people were going to die and stuff. So it's like, well, I'm not going to get totally emotionally invested in them if I don't know them. Like, I don't right, know. so that's what the first 20 minutes is there for. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. It's fine. That's it's just fine. not me. I know. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to talk about our next movie. Oh, no. Which one? Is it going to be porno? It is porno, which is also a horror. It's a horror comedy, I would say. Or a horror movie. Is this like a foreign or like no. a... No. It's just yeah. an indie. It's an indie. A little indie. You'll have to refresh my memory on this one. Um, you said that I watched this. It's not ringing a bell. Oh my god. Yeah, you did watch this. Um, I thought I had the memory problem. Um, <laughs> no, definitely me. So no, this does kind of have a cool... Um, if you are, are a horror fan, you should, you know, support this. Um, I actually rented this um, for $12 to support my local movie theater. Oh, that's nice. The Roxy. Um, so yeah, purchases from there benefit small theaters. It's like tipping whenever you order food mm-hmm. these days. Exactly. Tip as you would as right. if you're going out. Yes, yes, yes. All good stuff. Um, so porno. This takes place in 1992. And it takes place in a Christian town. Um, it revolves around a group of horny but sexually repressed teens. It is a Christian town. Um, that work at a local movie theater, like an old movie house, that sort of thing. And um, it's funny because the, they're showing a, um, the two movies in the theater are League of Their Own and Encino Man, which is a weird double feature if you've seen either one of those movies. Um, so, yeah, it's about these teenagers and their boss, you know, goes out for the night and he says, I'll be back at midnight after cleanup. So... Once the kids are ready for cleanup, they are able to watch any movie of their choice. Well, they end up finding this... Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. I remember this This one. old reel, and it turns out to be... Oh. Like a... It is a porno, but it's very... It's like a demonic, sadistic... Devilish. Yeah. Yes, there is a nude woman with powers <laughs> i'll say um yeah it's a satanic porno <laughs> uh-huh. so i thought this was a lot of fun i did i know you didn't have as much fun well i just thought that it was cheese ball i think that was that's the point, the point. it was I, I don't think it was meant to be scary it, it no, was I get it. but it was it was creepy here and there like the um when the satanist Porno actress witch <laughs> came out of the screen and stuff and all. I well, don't that know, yeah, yeah, all sorts of weird stuff. And when you know, know things, bad things start happening to some of the movie theater workers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and this actually does have something at the core too. I mean, it takes place in a Christian town. It reminds so... me of a scary movie. Really? Yeah. Like, the scary movie spoof movies? Yes. Just, like, cheese ball, like, they're dying, whatever, yeah. No, this is, I feel like this is more of a homage to, not 80s horror, but 90s horror, and Uh I think it's supposed to have that, like, low-budget cheese factor. I mean, there's a, well, I don't even want to spoil it, but there's this gore gag involving a penis. I mean, I don't think you're supposed to take all of it seriously. I think you're just supposed to have fun with it, and... The movie's unrated, and for good reason, because, I mean, there is a lot of blood, gore, mm-hmm. some TNA. 
I mean, the movie is called Porno. But um, <laughs> it's not, but it never comes off like smarmy or sleazy. I, I, the, the characters were kind of likable. Some of the characters are likable, I'll say. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. It has a... Is there anybody that we should know in it? No, I mean, they're all, um, they're all like, I, I don't, I mean, I guess up and comers. They don't Who have a you, lot like, on happy the, with? They don't have like, a lot on their resumes. Um, I liked, I don't remember their characters' names, but like, right. the token female, I liked her. She kind of reminded me of Alison Brie from Horse Girl, like her face. And, um... Also, another character who is hiding a secret. <laughs> hmm. He's hiding a secret. Oh, okay. He's gay. Oh. I I I liked him, and um, yeah. I just I it had like an anything goes, energy to it, and um, yeah. It had for sure. Cheeky sense of humor, but you did not like it. <laughs> well, for I mean, it's just... you just found it too cheese ball. Yeah, to, again, I mean, it goes back to, like, okay, if I'm going to sit down and watch a movie, it's just, to me, if you don't watch a lot of movies, don't watch this one. Well, no, this is definitely, again, right. But, like, for... if you love, like, horror, like, yeah. really, like, sick humor, <laughs> then I would say, yeah, this is totally, this would be a flick for me if I were, like, into all that. Oh, like, yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. It's it's goofy, it's a little schlocky, but I think it's knowingly schlocky, <laughs> if that makes any sense. I think it did, I mean, I was captivated. Honestly, I was watching it. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. visually captivating. I thought it was so a good I, time. Little, little off kind color. Kind of like scary, but kind like... Of, it reminded me... I'm like, oh my god, am I like bringing in the devil or some <laughs> shit? Like, what is this? It did remind me of an Are, Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, which I heard from one of the other, um, you know, YouTubers that I listened to, and it totally made sense while I was watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that also, that Are You Afraid of the Dark episode also takes place in a, uh, local movie house and something comes to life in the movie. So, It's just so yeah. fascinating trying to get into the head of the person who created this and thought of this, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's I like, know. okay, if this is just a peek of what's inside of your brain. I know. Um, um, makes you wonder. <laughs> oh, I wish I remembered the... I that would be a fun person to talk with. Right. I don't remember the director, but um, it, he is... Oh, Keola Rosella. Um, he's an NYU alum. And um, yeah, so this is his first movie, and uh, Not I quite bad. enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed Not it. Not bad if it's your first rodeo. Right. So that's porno. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, I feel bad even, like, what? I don't know. Oh, come on. You're not invoking I know. Devil. I'm. Trust me. I'm not, like, the freaking Virgin Mary over here or anything by any means. This isn't but... satanic panic. We're not, you know, right. devil worshippers. Um, so, yeah, this is actually available May 8th on Friday through um, On Demand and Digital. So search it on Google and you can find it, I'm sure. Yeah. Or go to Fangoria.com. Um, what is next? Um, I guess I'll talk about the movie that you didn't... You were in the room for, but you didn't watch. Which one? The Half of It on Netflix. The Half of It. Refresh my memory. You didn't watch it. Oh, I didn't? Yeah. Oh. I just watched it. Oh. The, <laughs> oh, I was like catching glimpses. 
So this... it kind of reminded me of um, P.S. So, yes, yeah, it did. I'm it did. Gonna... Um, yeah. But I actually like to see. I yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty good. You're but... good. You're good. Yeah, I you don't even have to watch I'm it. Very aware. Aware. I'm very aware. Watch it with your eyes. Yeah. I mean, watch your out, ears. I'm, I'm very aware, people. Right. Watch out. Right. Um, so yeah, this is available on Netflix. It's called The Half of It. Um, it, as you said, it does remind me of P.S. to All the Boys I Loved You. It is kind of like a high school love story and, but it kind of, it kind of knows that it's a love story and it kind of, um, upends those cliches a little bit. Mm -hmm. It revolves around this, um, Asian American teenager named Ellie Chu and you know she's she's kind of like the social outcast but she's she's very smart she actually charges her students or her students her peers to um she charges them while she writes their essays so she kind of has like a she's little She's not cast by choice. Yeah, she's very smart. Right. She's just using she's, this as a business. Right. She's like, "Listen, whatever, yeah. I'm here. I'm going to milk you for what you got." <laughs> So she is, she is the smartest person at, smartest person in the room. Um, she lives with her dad. Her mother is, is now gone and her dad just kind of stays at home on the couch and kind of learns English by watching, you know, American Hollywood classic movies like Casablanca. So the story kind of gets rolling when she gets, um, she meets this this dumb jock. He's a football player, and he asks her to write a love letter to this crush of his named Aster. And you know, as Ellie starts writing it and starts texting um, Aster, she kind of starts to have a love for Aster. What's the geek? So this is a so this is like a queer story. story. Yeah, it is. It is very familiar. It reminds me of it's it's kind of like a twist on Cyrano de Bergiac, you know, where like somebody who likes somebody you know, passes their sweet nothings to the other person and yeah. It's it's kind of like um some kind of wonderful if you've ever seen that <laughs> from the 80s. Um but yeah, this is a really smart Thoughtful, sweet, lovable high school dramedy. And I cared the whole way through. And this is from writer-director Alice Wu, who... I think this is only her second film, but the last film that she wrote was, like, maybe back in 2004. So it's been a while. Wow. And, um... Oh, another thing. Like, the bullies will make fun of Ellie Chu, and they'll call her... They'll do chugga-chugga-choo-choo... So I'm guessing this is kind of autobiographical. I mean, the director's name is Alice Wu, so I'm sure of course, that was like yeah. a... It's very, like, it's what? Self-expression? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's telling her story. So yeah, I... This had surprises, even though it kind of, like, kind of followed a familiar, you know, teen movie structure. But, um, no, I, I really, really enjoy this. You missed out. <laughs> Hey. No, I'll watch it yeah. again. I'll watch it again. Listen, I'd rather watch High School Musical, I think. Oh my god, no. That Listen, that, that's my all-time... Yeah, that's my all-time favorite, like, I guess, um... High School <laughs> Romance, whatever. Yeah. 
But no, this is really good. You can watch it on Netflix right now. You can pause this right now, go watch Netflix, and come back. So Netflix. Netflix is where it's <laughs> at. Um, all right. Just in case you didn't hear it the first time. <laughs> um, so, so next. Ding, ding, ding. Number four. Number four. four. What is it? Bad education, remember? Bad education. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yes. I'll, uh... Hopefully well, tell me what it's memory. about. I will. <laughs> so this is on HBO. You can watch it on demand. Um, it's based on a true thing that happened. I think it was in Long Island. Um, it's about a public school district that, you know, is this... Oh, they really so pride good. themselves on being the best in the country. Well, there's this whole embezzlement... Um, Crime. Oh, there's so many layers. Yeah, so many and layers. It's so realistic. Yeah, so Hugh Jackman plays the superintendent. He's this like very slick, you know, you can practically smell the aftershave or clone or whatever. He's kind of oily in a way. Like he's just so like slick and put together, you almost don't trust him. And well, he's very waxy. Really don't. Yeah. He is very waxy. Um, but yeah, Hugh Jackman is really good in this. This is like a juicy, juicy role. Um, I mean, I've liked him in a lot of other things, like The Greatest Showman and Logan, where he plays Wolverine. But um, this, I felt, wasn't black and white. Like, you know, he looks... He's a veneer of a person. Like, you see everything seems perfect, and then there's this darkness and secrets and... Yeah, the more you bunch. learn a whole bunch. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see a lot of those secrets coming either. Like I don't know. Did uh, you? Yeah. I mean, there were hints, but I was I was still like surprised. Whenever yeah, I feel like mhm. Like he put he he is playing the greatest showman in this. Like he, you know, everything's all surface and perfect and he prides himself on I feel like that's we cool. all know this person. Right. Right. But no, I think that's a testament to not only Hugh Jackman, but also the writing and mm-hmm. and the director. Um, and Allison Janney is also really good in this. Um, I love her really thick Long Island accent. Um, she kind of played, what, like an assistant principal or something? Yeah, admin, secretary too. Yeah, yeah, the assistant superintendent, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. Um, Pamela Gluckin. But yeah, she's kind of the first one that gets caught embezzling the money. and Because of her son? Because of her son. <laughs> who's a f- yeah. This isn't a clean show, you can swear. Yeah, who's like just a waste of life. Yeah, he's like a, a typical yeah, idiot. Yeah, like... We all know these characters. That's what was so great about it. Right, right. Um, yeah, we've, you know, we know these people. Um, but there's also, there's a high school student who actually ends up uncovering all these secrets and, you know, discovering what the superintendents of her own school are doing. And Yeah, it's like whatever her name is from the last movie, it, but just like put her in this movie and... Yeah, she's, like, uncovering all of it. Wait, which one? Oh, the one I just talked about? The yeah. half of uh-huh. The half of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um... Yeah, this has, like, a really good cast, too. I mean, a lot of, like, character actors that, you know... Oh, I've seen that person before. 
Um, Ray Romano's actually in this too. <laughs> I forget if he plays. Yeah, he might be the principal. I don't know. There are a lot of different like faculty members that mm-hmm. um, hard to keep track of. But um, no, this was I like this. This was this was really sharp and kind of satirical, but really rooted in truth. I think like I I bought these people. Um, it is one of those like you can't believe. <laughs> the believe shit that people will do, mm-hmm. you know, and you think they got it together, but mm-mm, they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts on bad education? No, I think it was a great flick. Oh, and this was actually written by a guy who, so this is a true story. He wrote a New York magazine article, the bad superintendent, and, um, I'm sorry, these are two completely different people. The screenwriter did attend the school that the film is based on. That's what I'll say. Oh, no way. So he kind of went through this. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So, yeah. So... Very similar to the last movie. <laughs> right? Yeah, a little autobiographical in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Wow. I guess four for four. We we did you did you say flick for porno? It was kind of a, a caveat. Yeah, I mean, like, I said if, like if I really <laughs> did like that kind of thing, then it would have been a flick. Right. However, for me, not my thing, so it was a flop. Right. Right. Yeah, it okay. was a big flop. <laughs> yeah, I was so, disappointed. I was okay. like, oh my god, yeah. So we yeah. do not have a perfect score. Plus, we didn't see the half of it. But um, no, this was a this was a decent week. It was a good week. Yeah, I would say bad education was probably the best of the lot. But um, yeah, some good choices. Well, what's up next week? Next week we have the Valley Girl remake. Oh, yeah, you just got that. Yes, Valley Girl remake. Um, hopefully, I haven't received them yet, but hopefully, we'll get screeners for How to Build a Girl. Hmm. Which has Beanie Feldstein from Booksmart. Okay. And then... That was a good one. I don't know if it's a horror... Of course it's a horror film. Um, No, I think it's more of a thriller, though. Suspense thriller called A Good Woman is Hard to Find. And then... Oh, also I'm going to talk about a movie called Arkansas. That comes out on Wednesday or Tuesday, I think. Arkansas. Arkansas. You fell asleep. But oh, yeah, yeah. That was not for me. Yeah, it wasn't for you. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. No, no. no. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't for me either. We'll find out. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Jury's out on that one. Yes, but yeah, there's... Can't talk about it yet. No, not yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are other movies I'd like to get to, but there's so many hours in a day, and there's so much freaking content. Well, now you're back to work. And I'm back to work, so... Quote, unquote, work. Right. Or whatever. Right. Um... One of the dogs farted. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Beautiful. This is brought to you in smell vision Who knows? It was definitely mini. Mini. But, um, yeah, so we will be back next week. Um, in the meantime, stay safe. Stay safe. Be well. Don't go crazy. Stay uh, busy. Productive. Yes. And watch some movies. Yeah. And smile. <laughs> Till next time. Bye, guys.